Hello, all you parents out there. This is Lachelle Atkins, America's Supermom. I just want to take a few minutes to say congratulations for starting another school year. For those of you who still have children or grandchildren that are in the phases of education, be it elementary, middle, or high school, or in some cases, college, I want to say happy new school year to you. It is August 1st, and as of today, my children who are still at home uh, in school, uh, it is their first day. So I wanted to just take a few minutes to recognize what an accomplishment this is. A lot of times we have gloom and doom about the first day of school, homework, um, school clothes, school supplies, you know, the list just is endless of all the things that go into um, beginning another school year. But I want to encourage you. I want to take a few minutes to give you some tips on how you can be motivated and how you can tackle a new school year and sign up for um, a spirit of excellence. Be the leader in your child's um, eyes in terms of how your attitude is about a new beginning for a new school year. So some of the things that are practical tips I'm sure you're familiar with is um, take some time to help your children be more engaged and self-motivated in terms of the things that they can do for themselves. So in my case, I have kindergarten all the way through 11th grade, and my children don't like school lunches, so they pack their own lunch. And one of the things that we've implemented is to, as soon as they get home from school, we have the lunch food laid out, and they pack their own lunch. We go through and check it, make sure that they're not getting a bunch of junk food or whatever, you know, they have three or four different food items that are supposed to be included in their lunch. We also don't um, provide Capri Suns, any uh, Kool-Aid jammer drinks, none of that. We uh, get them bottled water. Um, we feel that this is one time throughout the day that we are sure that they are drinking water. Uh, a lot of times kids prefer juices and things like that and when they are going to be in school all day, they need water. You know, they need to make sure that they keep their nutrient levels um, consistent, not having this sugar rush with everything. So uh, that's something that we implement to at least be sure that they're drinking uh, at least half a glass of water. Sometimes we use the mini waters, but most of the time we have the 16 ounce water bottles. Um, Another tip is that we don't use uh, lunch pails. We use uh, just the plastic bags that we get from the store and everything is in either a Ziploc bag or uh, it has its own packaging that you can just throw away. Um, this makes it easy because we don't have to worry about cleaning lunch pails and all that. So I'm sorry if for those of you who may recycle, but that's just... Uh, what works for us when we have six or seven people uh, packing their lunches per day. Um, we also have them lay their clothes out. 
when they get home from school. So, you know, they have a lot of energy. They want to have free time. So we try to get a lot of prep work done as soon as they get home because this is time that they can kind of um, veg out, kind of start relaxing, but we still have them do uh, routine tasks. So they get their clothes laid out for the next day uh, at this time the night before. We make sure they have their socks, shoes, uh, shirt, top, everything is laid out the night before in a designated area so that in the morning when we go through the rush, um, everything is already organized. Um, after they do that, this is the time that we um, make sure that they have all their items that they need me or their dad to sign. Um, they put it in a designated area in my office. And that is like a little um, area where I have all their papers. The beginning of the year is really crucial because they have to have their uh, forms for who could check them out of school. Uh, certain things that they need to be aware of if they have any food allergies or uh, any medications or anything they have to take throughout the day. Those forms need to be returned uh, in a timely fashion. So uh, I make sure that they put those in an area where I can see them and I check that regularly and make sure that they um, have those turned into me. Another thing is my children who are third grade beyond, they have computers. So they have their own Chromebook with their own charger. So as soon as they get home, they are to put their charger, uh, I mean, put their computer on their charger so it's charged up. This is how they do all instruction, any homework and things of that nature. So that is already done as well. After they complete that, then they have a snack. So um, we try to be organized with snacks, but a lot of times, you know, it's kind of like fend for yourself. This morning we had cinnamon rolls with, um, as a part of their breakfast with uh, some grits and um, a fruit of their choice. But, you know, if there's any leftover, they'll probably scramble. Somebody try to get the cinnamon rolls before they're gone. Um, so they have a snack. Then they have pretty much their free time. You know, before I pick them up, I have uh, three sets of kids that get out at different times. The elementary school, I pick them up first. So before I pick them up, I try to have my dinner in the oven. Anything that needs to bake for an extended period of time, I try to make sure that it is in the oven before I pick up the elementary school kids. So Right now it's 2.15, I'm waiting in car line, and I put that meal on like around two o'clock. So we're having baked chicken this evening uh, with some greens, macaroni and cheese, and rolls, in case you guys wanted to know. Um, so the chicken is gonna take the bulk of that time, so I'm just making sure that that's already prepped to start to being prepared. And then um, later on throughout the evening, I'll start prepping the sides so that we can eat um, bef between 6 and 6.30. Um, let me see. Another thing I implemented is in the morning with breakfast, uh, we make their snack items. So you know how you get the boxes of honey buns or brownies or cookies or whatever. Um, you know, they really don't go very far in our household because I said it's like eight of them that are 
uh, packing lunches and things like that. So uh, we made homemade cookies. Um, we just, well, homemade in the sense that we just got the slice and bake cookies. So this morning I made them uh, before breakfast, gave them enough time to cool, and then they packed their own um, dessert. So tomorrow we're planning on having brownies, but one of the things I want to implement is making our own snacks for them. It's a lot cheaper, it goes a lot further, and it helps me to kind of continue to be on a routine and do all that you know, in the beginning of the morning, because there are times I'm making muffins or waffles or pancakes or some other meal that I'm required to be in the kitchen. So I might as well just knock it both out at the same time. Because a lot of times in the evening, it's more hectic trying to make sure that each of them is reading for about 15 minutes. They have to rotate in the shower. Um, if there's any homework that they have to do, sometimes we have extracurricular activities. Some of them have to stay after for cheerleading or robotics or different things like that. So it's just a lot more hectic in the evening more so than it is in the morning. So that's something that I'm implementing this year. Another thing is making sure that they get enough rest. You know, turning off the TVs, any electronic items, um, at a decent hour so they can get a good night's rest. Even if you're up, get in the bed. You know, if you just want to read in bed, if you want to listen to an audiobook or anything like that, it's so important to get your rest because um, everybody is going to be up, wired, energized, you know, ready to go. So it's best to go ahead and make sure you get your rest and lay down you know, uh, stretch out, you know, just calm yourself. Don't be so stressed out about what they got going on, but get, make sure you're in the bed for an adequate amount of time so that you can get some rest. Um, another thing is to make sure that they're organized. If they, um, you know, weekly, um, checks in their backpack, make sure their backpack is cleaned out. Any kind of projects, papers that are left over, um, make sure you go ahead and get rid of that on a weekly basis. Empower them to keep their backpacks neatly organized. Um, things that they don't need, papers that they've already got returned to them. You know, just begin to kind of throw those things away on a regular basis so that you just don't get overwhelmed um, a lot during the school year. Um, reading, reading, reading. Make sure that either you read or they read at least 15 minutes. Um, we have nightly prayers, so we try to at least read a scripture uh, before we go to bed and uh, say prayer. But, you know, they need to read. The more you read, the better you feel, the more, um, you know, it just sparks creativity, ideas, just a number of things. So, Reading is very important, and it also sharpens their um, skills. Um, so read, read, read at, at least 15 minutes. So one of the things, excuse me, that I'm trying to implement is at least 15 minutes a day. So if I can bunch them into groups, elementary kids, hey, you know, get a chapter book. You know, uh, my kids like Nancy Drew. I have a Nancy Drew collection from when I was younger. So, you know, we get a chapter book. It's a mystery. We read for 15 minutes. 
Make sure you ask them questions. Get them engaged. Make sure they're not just listening or daydreaming. You know, who was the character in the story? What was the problem they were trying to solve? Uh, what do you think is going to happen next? Um, you know, what sparked, you know, what did what do you remember, you know, the most with your, um, with this chapter that we were reading? You know, anything to kind of keep them engaged. So that is something that you want to do. Middle school, do the same. A lot of times, you know, kids like to be read to them. It doesn't matter how old they are. So even in high school, you know, I have them kind of sit down and, you know, read something, ask them a few questions. You know, they like to read to them. If there's times when I'm um, busy and I can't quite get along with uh, actually doing the reading, then I will have the high school kids read to the younger ones you know, for 15 minutes. So there's ways that you can kind of incorporate, get a checklist of what you want to do daily, and then figure out how you can delegate that if you're not able to do it yourself. Um, also incorporating like, you know, my kids, I try to help them help me make breakfast or help me make the snack for the day. So in the morning or the night before, hey guys, I need you to help me with this. And if there's a menu and everything is already set aside on what I'm gonna uh, do, then um, it's easy for me to delegate. Hey, I'm gonna be making brownies. I need you to oil the pan for me. I need you to get the eggs out or put the brownies on the table. You know, you think that that's not a big task, but just somebody oiling the pan or getting all your ingredients right there so that you can uh, do it can mean wonders, especially in our household in the morning. Um, or, you know, hey, I need you to get your little kindergarten sister dress. Her clothes are laid out here and, you know, this is what she's supposed to put on. Or, you know, make sure they go brush their teeth. They already have their toothbrushes. You know, all these different things make it easier for you to delegate and multitask. Um, let me think what else. And just have fun, you know. Um, stay informed with your teachers. One of the things I want to implement is um, weekly uh, how are you messages to your kids' teachers. You know, a lot of times we're just, our teachers aren't communicating and, you know, I'm wondering what's going on in the classroom or your kids are telling you stories about whatever happened. But take some time to reach out to your kids' teachers you know, send them a note of appreciation. Thank them for what they have going on. You know, be proactive. Don't just wait for them. They have a classroom of 20-something kids. So um, if you could kind of be engaged and help them in that process, you know, that is great. Do what you can to kind of uh, be a blessing to them because, you know, we all um, are trying to tackle a new school year and it can be overwhelming. A lot of the teachers, they have kids too. And, you know, we just think that they're there just to teach, but they have to, you know, um, juggle their kids and our kids and homework and picking their kids up and, you know, their household schedule. So be mindful and cognizant of, you know, being a support system and thinking about how you can uh, help in other areas that just by telling them that you appreciate them. So I think that's pretty much it. You know, have fun, um, create your own uh, 
message that you want for your kids. I know for us, we work on excellence and leadership. We um, try to make sure that our kids have goals for the year. So, you know, before the school year, we sit together and have vision boards that we make. How many awards do you want to get? Um, you know, what are some goals that you want to achieve? And so we work on those at the beginning of the year and then we hold them accountable. Hey, you want to uh, get a thing for perfect attendance, you know, so you need to make sure that you are timely or, you know, that you have your stuff laid out. You know, we kind of allow them to make their goals and then we just hold them accountable to what they said they wanted to do. So this works for us where we don't feel like we're actually, you know, always nagging them, but we are just letting them guide us into how we're going to hold them accountable for the school year. So sitting down, taking some time to think about it. The award ceremony comes around so many times and we started implementing this because um, we had one year where one of our kids was just disappointed. She got like maybe two awards and uh, one of her siblings got a lot more than she did and she just had a rough time about it. And so um, we just started from that point on saying, you know, well, it takes working hard from the beginning to the end of the year. And these are some things that you need to practice consistently so that you can get those awards. And um, that was all she needed. So um, just explaining to them that things just don't fall into our lap. We have to work hard for them. And we let them be the one to decide. We're not going to say, oh, Johnny got five awards. You know, what's wrong with you? You know, we just say, you know, what are your goals and aspirations? That way we're not dealing with comparison, but we're allowing them to reach within themselves and whatever issue they have so that they can um, get the awards that they are looking to achieve. So I think that's pretty much it I have for today. Uh, I feel like I've been a little long-winded <laughs> in what I'm saying, but let's just be excited about 2019-2020. Um, our family goal is excellence, being good leaders, and helpful. Being helpful not only to our classmates, but also to our teachers and any other um, people that are related or connected to the school, as well as in our community. Different things that we can do um, you know, when we go on our field trips and things like that, reminding our kids that they have to be helpful, that they are, you know, setting an example, not just for the school, but also for themselves and building their own character. So I wish all you parents a happy 2019, happy 20, 2019-20 school year, and may you be blessed abundantly, and uh, let's take this year by storm. That's all I have for today. Blessings. Bye.